Welcome to the Rural Raised Leaders Podcast. You might have asked yourself, how do I use my gifts and passions to create a more freedom-driven life? Is it really possible to find success with both my business and my family? And how can I unleash the leader that I know lives within me? If you're obsessed with going after big things, but you still want to enjoy the little moments in life along the way, this podcast is for you. We are Rural Raised Leaders, and we're here to show you that, yes, you can be a small town girl making big time moves. In this podcast, we will be dishing out all the good stuff on how to start creating that life you crave and interviewing top industry leaders who are turning their passions into profits with their family in tow. Whether you're tuning in from a dirt road, a cozy front porch, or the wide open highway, we're so glad you're here with us. What's up, you guys? Shayla and I are extra fired up today because we have a topic that is always on our hearts and something that we are extremely passionate about and we can't wait to share. So today, we're going to talk about four ways to make money that you might not have considered. And first off, I just want to say, I'm doing this podcast from my car today because we have a power outage in my house and I'm, it's hot in here. I'm (laughs) surrounded by flies, but this is an important message and we're just going to jump in and do it hot with flies. And this is what it looks like to work for yourself. You get to literally work anywhere (laughs) in any condition. And, and we have done that. I've seen Shayla go live from like the bathroom of her horse trailer. Yes. And I've gone live from like the grandstands at the rodeo. Like we just yep. do it where we're at and make do. So yep. get ready because this is going to be really good. I just want to start off with the whole point of this episode. And honestly, this entire podcast and the community that we're creating is to encourage you. If you don't like your circumstances that you're in, you have the power to change them. You have the power. There's literally more than one way to skin a cat. And I love that saying, and I use it all the time, but there's more than one way to skin a cat. You do not have to wait for circumstances to change. You don't have to wait for the government to change. Like you don't have to wait. And we would encourage you not to wait because you can take simple steps today with what you have, with exactly where you're at to change your own circumstances. So with that said, we're going to jump in. And and the first thing that we're going to talk about is network marketing and social selling. And why we're going to talk about that first is because Shayla and I, this is where we have the most experience. Mm -hmm. This is where we have experienced the most success. This is what we've had, you know, the least investment in but the most return. And it's something that has changed our lives in a very short amount of time. And it's changed so many other people's lives in a very short amount of time. So if you want to make money and you want to do it right now, this is such a great option. And I don't know if you've looked into it yet, but I would encourage you to, there are so many options out there. Obviously I would encourage you to, to, to make sure you do your homework a little bit and make sure the opportunity that you're joining is the right one for you. But when you find it, I'm telling you, it will change your life and it isn't going to take all of your time. You will learn so much and the, the ceiling, there is no ceiling. 
There's literally no ceiling for opportunity to make money in a lot of it. Yes. So the thing that I really love about like network marketing and social selling is when I'm reading books about creating wealth and I'm, I'm listening to podcasts about how to, how to create wealth and how to make more money. Almost all of those people say, have a network marketing business, right? At least have it as a stream of income coming in for you because it is, it's low investment, high return, doesn't take a lot of time and, and it works. And if you find a product that you truly love and enjoy, why not share that with your network, right? It's very, very simple. So that is definitely the first one uh, that we wanted to highlight. The second one um, is using your own talents and skill sets. I love this one. And, and Lindsay, I'm going to credit you for really bringing this one up because this is something that a lot of people today are doing right they are figuring out what is my what is my skill sets what are my talents what am i good at what do i like to do and they're starting a business you know around it my sister-in-law actually she does a lot of baking uh, she's a teacher but she also does uh, a baking you know makes cupcakes and these beautiful cakes and it's like a thriving uh, little business for her and you could do maybe you're an organizer this is one that i've always been like man if, if I had, if I wasn't doing what I'm doing, I, I would probably do this. I'd like organize people's houses, their closets and stuff like that, because I love organizing. You could start an organizing business, right? You could um, do a cleaning business. You could eat whatever you're good at. You can create something from that. Um, you could start a coaching business, right? And, and in today's society, everything's online, right? So, so social media with network marketing, that can be totally a, a social media, social selling business for you. You could use that with, with a coaching business and, and get on Instagram or get on TikTok and teach people something that you are good at, that you have a skill set in and make money doing that. And, and it's like digital real estate. We've heard people talk about this where it's prime time. Like the internet is where people make a ton of money. So why not you, right? Why not figure out what you're good at that you can teach other people how to do and make money doing it, right? Maybe you, maybe take it a step further. Maybe you, you have an organizing business, right? Where you go to people's houses and you organize their closets and then you go online and you show people how to have an organizing business, probably called something different than I'm saying, but you know what I mean? That's like, bam, bam, two sources of income right there. I think it's literally just about getting creative. What do you like to do? What are you good at it? And go use that talent and that skill and that experience and the success that you've experienced before and share it with other people. And I, I just got to say this too, because I've seen this a thousand times and, and I'm going to use my sister as an example. She is so good at organizing. She is so good at, you know, decorating and she does this herself. Maybe this is a bad example, but part of it is good. Your house doesn't have to be organized for you to be good at organizing. Like you look at people. I have a, a lady that comes to clean my house every two weeks. She is an amazing house cleaner. Like she's really, really good at what she does. And she has capitalized on that. But I talked to her friend the other day who cleaned her house. Like she's busy, you know, she's cleaning other people's house. And she has hired someone to clean her own house. So it isn't necessarily even something that you, you know, necessarily use yourself. 
Mm-hmm. You can be good at something and offer that service to others. And sometimes it's a lot more fun to do things for other people. I just went to my friend's house who is battling cancer and a bunch of us got together and we went and cleaned her house, like deep cleaned her house. And we were all like, wow, this is so much more enjoyable cleaning someone else's house. And I feel like that's the same with, with so many other things. And if you look at people that have businesses, a lot of them, maybe they love to bake for other people, but their family's probably like, well, how come you don't bake for me? You know, it may not be something that you do it for yourself, but if you're good at something, go do it. And same with the advice thing. I know Sheila was talking about digital um, real estate. Like if you're good at something and you have experience, maybe it's motherhood. You, Mm -hmm. you've figured out how to balance motherhood. How many people would pay to listen to that? How many people would pay you to tell them how to organize? Like people are willing to give you money to not have to figure things out themselves. People are willing to give you money and a lot of it. Mm-hmm. to not have to do things themselves. I am willing to pay my cleaning lady, mm-hmm. whatever she charges, because I don't want to spend the time doing that myself. And I know that that saves me time. So people are willing to do that. But uh, back to the digital real estate, like if you if you have knowledge to give somebody, start a podcast. Guess yeah. what? You can capitalize on that. You can run ads. You can advertise for people. Like there are so so, so many ways to make money and you just have to get creative. You could also on that one, before we move on to number three, virtual assistant. I know that is really booming right now where there's a lot of people who are good at uh, like the book work and like social media accounts and things like that. Maybe, maybe you should be a VA and, and be a virtual assistant and help somebody that has a bigger platform or influence or network and help them get organized, you know, and that's another really great option when it comes to using your talents and your skills um, and getting creative and how to put that out in the world. And I'm thinking about this even further, like, gosh, look at the internet, look at Instagram. You don't even have to be good at anything to be an influencer. <laughs> like yeah. you yeah. got cute clothes, share them. People will pay you to put their clothes on and share them. Like literally so many things that you can do to make money that don't cost you a lot that, you know, you can use things, your skills that you already have and go out there and capitalize on it. And with that said, the third thing is like, think about the resources that you have right now, the tools that you have right now, and then think about what people are looking for. Like, it's not very difficult to figure out and know what people are looking for and then capitalize on this. And it doesn't have to be forever and it probably won't. And that's the biggest thing I want to say about this whole section or this, this way of making money is that you literally just have to try, try everything. Like you, you never know. And those things may change. The demand may change and it probably will, but think about those things that you have, the resources you have today, what people are looking for. Here's a, here's a couple of good examples for me. At one point in my life, I wanted a golden doodle and my dad's like, why would you buy a golden doodle? Why don't you just raise golden doodles? I was like, you know what dad? And my dad is an entrepreneur. So naturally he's like, you should sell golden noodles. You could have your own golden noodle, which I don't even have. I have a poodle <laughs> and a bunch of gold and three golden retrievers. 
But I was like, that is genius. And everybody wanted a golden doodle. And I made a lot of money raising very high quality, very well socialized. Like I was not an irresponsible breeder or anything like that, but it was, I made a lot of money, like money to pay for our big, our big bills, like a farm payment. If you have a farm, you know how much farm payments cost. Like we pay yearly. So having like a stockpile of money, that was a prime example. Now back to, it doesn't have to be forever. Guess what? I'm not selling dogs anymore because everybody has golden doodles now. So I'm like, you know what? That ship has sailed, but I capitalized on it when it came in. And then another thing that I did, I started a flea market. You know what? I was like, I love going to flea markets, but there are no flea markets around here. And I know a lot of people that would like to go to a flea market. So my friend and I started a flea market. It was great. It was super fun. Like we made a little bit of money and we had a good time doing it. Guess what? This year we sold the flea market. Turns out having, you know, four kids and she has two and jobs and farms. Like it just, we got to a point where it, it didn't work anymore and it wasn't fun anymore. So it didn't last forever. We capitalized on that when it came, we sold the business that we grew, made money. I mean, uh, literally there's so many things that you can do with the resources you have today. Typically this kind of stuff is more short term, but it's a great way to make money. I know you do this a lot like selling it. And I'm really bad at this because I don't like gathering my stuff up and it almost angers me to (laughs) knowing how much I paid for things to sell them to somebody cheaper. But I know you have made quite a bit of money. I know you're, you guys are building a house and moving to the farm and just, you know, kind of decluttering, but Mm -hmm. also at the same time making money. Yeah. And you gotta like sell stuff every now and then, right? You can't like, I I don't like a lot of stuff. So you have to sell stuff. And my husband actually took over the, um, the shop that his grandpa started the leather shop. My husband makes lots of different things, um, head stalls and halters. And, uh, he loves making stuff out of leather and there's a lot of stuff though in the shop, like from years and years and years ago, when the shop was really up and running, there's saddles in there, there's belts, there's just all kinds of stuff in there that now we got all this stuff. So you sell it. Right. And, and again, that's very, uh, come and go. Like you you don't always have stuff to sell, but when you do sell it and, and invest it somewhere or use it for what you need. Um, and again, this one is trying everything getting creative and something I want to put in here, a little plug that I want to put in here for your mindset around selling things. Okay. Because as moms, we're raising babies, right? We have all these clothes that are, they're outgrowing these clothes or there's things that you don't need anymore. And it's like, do I sell it or do I donate? Do I sell it or do I donate? And what I do is I always ask myself, like, how much is this really worth? You know, if it, if I can only sell it for 10 bucks, do I really want to put that on Facebook marketplace and go through the hassle of, of shipping it or whatever? Or do I take it to helping hands, which is here in our town and, and probably monthly, I do a lot of donations, but the things that I do sell something that makes me feel really good about it is I listened to this woman one time. Oh, what was her name? Is it Fallon Zoe? Mm-hmm. So, okay. And she was doing a video and she said, she was talking about this idea of selling your stuff and people are like, well, why wouldn't you just donate it? And she goes, 
at one point in my life, I was so broke. Like I was literally homeless and had no money, but I was not going to take charity. I was not the type of person that was going to go and get things for free. I wanted to still like pridefully, you know, buy things for myself that I needed. And so she said, I would go and I would buy discounted things. And that blessed me, you know, I couldn't pay full price, but I could buy things on discount. And so when you do discount something and you sell it, you are helping somebody, you know, you're helping somebody that can't pay full price, but they can pay the price that you put on there. And and that has always encouraged me a lot with that, with that mindset. Yeah. Well, and I'm just going to piggyback on that because I know this wasn't one of our topics, but as a tight ass, I'm going to say it. I am tight and I, you know, there are things that I will spend the full price on like ketchup. Mm-hmm. You can't buy generic ketchup. Yeah, I don't know what it is about ketchup and toilet paper, but I can't do it. But if I find a deal, I mean, there's a way to make money, save mm-hmm. a little, you yep. can buy things just because something's on marketplace. Doesn't mean it's less valuable. Mm-hmm. I buy out things all the time that I'm, that I think I'm going to use especially baby stuff. Like when you have babies, you think you need all the stuff. And my dad's like, all you need is a diapers and a blanket and formula. And I was like, Oh, I need all these things. Well, guess what? He was right again. Yeah. And now I have all this stuff and I can sell it, but you can also save money. That's making you money because you're not spending it by buying, like looking on those sites and spending your money on things that are very lightly. And some things are new. Yeah. Yeah. So you can absolutely save money in that way. Yes. I am not a great discount shopper. I I am not. My mom did not teach me that skill very well. Thanks mom. But you are so right. If you're in a pinch, it's exactly that. Okay. And the last one that we're going to talk about for ways to make money that maybe you haven't thought about is um, investments, right? And this one is kind of a little bit more high level, right? This one is a, it takes a little bit more maybe investigating or researching or learning about, but there are so many things out there that you can invest in. So you need a little bit of money, right? To get started doing anything like this. Um, maybe you need to go to the bank um, or whatever you need to do, but there are so many things. There are rental properties, right? Real estate. There are, you can, you can buy ATMs. That, that's not a great one for, for me. I don't think in a small town, but like you could buy ATMs, you could buy um, storage sheds or build storage sheds. You could, um, the a car wash, right? Build or, or buy a car wash, whatever you can think of that is like you invest in it. And then over time, it's going to make you money just by people using that, that resource. And so it's, again, this is a little bit more high level. It's nothing that I've done myself, but it's actually something that down the road is what I would love to do. And Lindsay, I I know you have a rental property yourself, right? Yes, we do. And again, this is trial and error thing. And we, we bought a farm that had an older farmhouse on it. Oh, probably two years ago now. And last year we, like remodeled it and fixed it up and everything else. And, you know, we're having, it comes with its own downfalls because now we have a renter that doesn't like to pay their rent. So, I mean, there, there are risks in doing, you know, investment type of things. Um, but it's, it's an experience. And now we know like going forward what to do next time. 
And Luke is really, he is like constantly looking for ways to make money. Both of us are. So there's never a shortage of ideas, but even thinking about like, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you don't have to go buy a property because, you know, that's expensive. Maybe you don't have the means to buy a property, but there's things like party rentals, like how much money do those like wedding decoration rental people like, yes, there's an investment you have to have buy the stuff up front, but you pretty much pay for it in your first use. Mm -hmm. So that's stuff, you know, stuff like that, like party rentals or like, I don't know how many times I've rented those bounce houses, you know, things like that. You literally just have to get creative and just think outside of the box. And just like Shayla said, there are so many resources out there. And I bet you, if you thought about any one of these ideas, you probably know somebody or you know somebody who knows somebody that is already doing this, is having success in this, that would probably be happy to share some information with you. And guess what? Google, Mm -hmm. like go get on Google, go get on Pinterest. There's so many resources with the internet that you don't have any excuse not to move forward on any one of these things because there are resources at your fingertip in a matter of seconds that we didn't necessarily have 15 years ago or even 10 years ago. Yeah, and you can go on YouTube and literally... Like, that's where I was, like, just to like, put a little personal twist on this topic. That's where I was. Like, I was a school teacher who was married to a rodeo cowboy who was gone all of the time. And I'm like, yeah, I have my summers off. Like, that's great. But then during the year, I have two personal days a year. So all of his finals, right. And and all all the winter rodeos, I was going to have to miss or take unpaid leave. And so I was that girl that was like Googling how to make money from home or like how to work for myself and all of the things. And again, I needed something digital. I needed something that I could do from my phone. And that is what truly led me to network marketing and social selling. And I, I found a passion for it. It's so fulfilling for me and I love it. I couldn't necessarily go do the, um, like start a baking business, right. Or be a photographer or like, plan weddings. Like, you know, you have to find something that's going to resonate with who you are, right. And bring out the best in you. And it's compatible. It's got to be compatible with your life. And like, there's a reason, right, Lindsay, that you have now let go of raising dogs and doing the flea market because it wasn't compatible with your life anymore. For me, I have found something that is compatible with my life and I get to go with my husband when I want and raise my babies and have a flexible schedule. That's what I wanted and what I needed in my life. And it's, it's so worth it to like empower yourself to do that. And you gotta, you gotta figure out how quick do I need money? Right? Because starting a coaching business on Instagram, that might take a while to take off, you know, but if you could do a network marketing business and be able to, you know, get product in somebody's hand right away, you're going to make money pretty quickly. If you're good at uh, cleaning and and you can get some clients pretty quickly, that's going to put money in your, in your pocket really fast. So figure out where you're at in your life and what makes the most sense for you. Well, and I think that the really cool part about all of these things and investing and creating like residual passive income and making money right now, whether it's, whether it is one of those short-term investments 
or something that's a little bit more long-term is that they, they compound. And all of a sudden you have more money to maybe put down towards an investment property or put down towards some of those bigger investments. And then that just keeps growing and growing and growing. And I wanted to just point out too, I I was listening to a a podcast that Fallon Taylor was doing. And if you've been listening, like I've been obsessed (laughs) with Fallon Taylor lately, but she was talking about like, okay, write down, make a literal list of all of your debt, every bit of it, divide it by 52 and then figure out how, how you're going to come up with that money each month. And that's where you got to get creative and you'll soon find out how quickly you'll be able to whittle away at that instead of sitting there on your butt thinking about, oh gosh, I don't have the money. Like go out and make the money, figure out exactly how much money you need to make, because I think that's super important part of this whole process is you need to know what you're shooting for. I mean, yes, you can just go make money to make money, but if you know exactly what you need that money for, you're going to be very motivated to go get it Mm -hmm. and get creative and dig in and do all the work. Because if you don't know, you're going to not going to have a driving force to do it. And you're probably just going to be stuck right exactly where you're at today and thinking about it and hoping that, you know, some magical amount of money drops out of the sky and it's not going to. So you have the power to do that, but you have to have a goal in mind. You just got to get creative and go make it happen yourself. Well, the reason like we really (laughs) wanted to talk about this with you guys is because we know the kind of women you are. We know that you are driven and ambitious and a hard worker and you're willing to, to do the work, right? You're not willing to stay stuck with where you're at. And so we hope that this truly, truly empowers you, right? And gives you some ideas to think a little bit differently and get creative. Um, because I know for us, I mean, I feel like this episode really highlights, Lindsay, your entrepreneurial spirit and journey, right? And it, and it highlights my like spirit of working for myself and I was going to do whatever I could do that was going to be compatible with my family. And if you're listening to this, you're the same way. So, so empower yourself, go out there, go do the things. And, uh, since you messaged Fallon Taylor, Fallon, if you listen to this, we want to interview you and, uh, we would love to have, you know, somebody like Fallon on the show just to continue this story and this, you know, empowerment of women to work for themselves and do their own thing and, and live into their purpose. Right. Yeah. And if, and if you have it, this is, here's another plug for you, Fallon. If you're not an Ed Milet fan, you need to be, yes. but here's a, here's like a, a two time, um, icing on the cake, whatever you want to call it. There's a podcast episode where Ed Milet interviews Fallon Taylor and it's like the best interview. And if you don't know her story, I mean, she gets creative literally. And it's just a story of showing you, you have the power. It's all in your mind. You can do whatever it is that you want. Like you got to drop the excuses, figure out what it is that's going to fuel your fire and, and get you into motion to making those goals come to life and making the money that you want to make and all the things go listen to that. If you haven't, and you'll thank us later. Yes, absolutely. All right, guys. Well, if you love this episode, make sure you let us know, share it with your friends who need this, and we will see you on the next episode.
Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Rural Raised Leaders. For more value, sign up for our weekly email on ruralraisedleaders.com. Follow us on Instagram at Rural Raised Leaders. And don't forget to keep it rural. Thank you.